Owning a small business can be overwhelming. How can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. There's so many places to reach customers. Email, text messages, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, live events. The list goes on. How are you, as the business owner, expected to own all of those channels? That's where Constant Contact comes in to help. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. I use this to grow my email list, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. What do you know about this? Oh, you'll love it. Up and under. How does she do that? That's a kind of a shot that a winner takes and a winner makes. She can do it right there. She put it in. She put it in. She got it. The GOAT delivers again. I don't dance for free. Welcome to the show. This is Action Network's basketball betting podcast presented by FanDuel. And I'm your host, Maria Marino, joined by Action Network writer Brian Fonseca for the first time on this podcast. Brian, thank you for being with us. Absolutely. Anytime. Thank you for having me. Tell us just a little bit about yourself and sort of your background betting and or on the W. Uh, my first W experience uh, was actually not betting at all. I had season credentials to cover them in 2017. So this is like right out of college and uh, covering the Liberty specifically. Uh, Love it. New York. And that was a really good Liberty team. Went to the playoffs. Uh, they were contenders during that run. This was like peak Tina Charles. Um, yes. I think Bria Hartley had just came back from having a baby. <laughs> and uh you know Shafante Zealous Sugar Rogers was an all-star that year like that was a very fun team Epiphany Prince um and then as betting sort of got into the forefront started uh betting on it a little bit more uh probably a couple years later and during the pandemic and now here at Action you know write uh props WNBA props a couple times a week and uh we'll get into the games tonight perfect and you actually have an article dropping today on uh, this four-game slate and your best props for the evening. So definitely check that out over at Action Network. And real quick before we just run through the games here, um, I just love that you brought up, you know, sort of the liberty, that that period. Yeah. That was like the, the the final days at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Obviously, Tina Charles is like, one of the greats who's uh, I think a little bit underrated as far as like W history. And then there was a period where the Madison square garden company, like had the Liberty playing at uh, Westchester County center. It was called, which was like a very <laughs> strange move. And I think it honestly hurt the franchise for a time until um, the Brooklyn Nets ownership actually bought the libs. Now they're in Brooklyn and uh, now it's like this whole new era for the Liberty, but I digress. Let's, um, let's get into this slate. Like I said, so it, it's Tuesday, August 22nd, hard to believe playoffs are around the corner. And the first game we'll talk about the aces visiting the dream at seven Eastern on CBS Sportsnet. This is a big spread. Yeah. <laughs> aces minus 15 and a half. Um, and I think even though 
We both expect the Aces to win coming off a rare loss. This is just a, a spread that does not look attractive. Especially when you consider that the Aces are, I think this is right, 19 and 13 against the spread this year, despite being 28 and 4. Um, I think that's a product too, Brian, of them yeah. because they've been so good. You know, they've they've been hanging these really big spreads a lot. So it, it's a little bit misleading in terms of how dominant they've been. Although I feel like their margin of victory has been not as great lately. Um, and I should mention, so they've lost two of their last four first home losses of the season, um, which is a little surprising. And I did look this up. They are three and one ATS after a loss. The one game they didn't cover was missed by half a point. Please continue. <laughs> And they're still missing Candace Parker, which, I mean, starting to become more aware of her absence, uh, given that she's been out for a lengthy period of time to this point. And, you know, hopefully she's back in time for the playoffs because we want to see everyone at full strength for that potential WNBA finals between them and the Liberty, assuming they're the two that end up getting there. Now, um, I still like the Aces in this game. I don't know if I like them to cover 15 and a half because that's so steep. I, like, they should win by 20. and. Mm-hmm. What I I have trouble betting on them, even prop wise, because it's like okay, if it's not Asia Wilson, because Asia Wilson, I could sort of wrap my head around her production mm-hmm. for the most part this season. Then is it going to be Kelsey Plum tonight? Is it going to be Jackie Young, or is it going to be Chelsea Gray? Is it going to be Chelsea Gray points? Is it going to be Chelsea Gray assists? Is it going to be Kelsey Plum points, or is it going to be threes? And you find yourself playing that game on a night in night out basis with this team, and then I'll just be like. All right, screw it. Asia Wilson points over <laughs> or okay. rebounds over, right? Prop wise. Um, but in terms of uh, the game itself, before getting to that, the game itself, I like I like the Aces in the first half at least at probably minus. I think that's nine and a half. I did. I think I did see it at eight and a half before I went to bed last night. Um, somewhere along those lines, I, I I'm okay with that bet. Um, I like them more in the first half than I do for the game. I feel like they're going to get off to a strong start. They typically respond well after losses. Uh, Asia mm-hmm. Wilson does as well. And But my favorite bet probably on this game is on FanDuel. Um, Aces win and the over. So a little bit of a parlay there. But Aces win and the over. Over 168.5 is where I would lean. And then uh, with Asia Wilson specifically on the prop side, I'm looking at points because, I mean, this is... I write about this because uh, there's a little game I play in the previews called Trapper Trend because mm-hmm. the W's been weird to bet on this year. And you have these instances. This happens with Asia Wilson a lot in particular, where she has five straight games with 21 plus points. And her point total over under is at 20.5. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I kind of want to take the over, but what if this is the one instance where it's under? I feel right. good about the over on that today. I would just hope that uh, we don't get garbage time too early. And then she's sitting there with like 15 points on 10 shots. And it's like, here's the quick hook and it's mm-hmm. over. But that's, that's sort of how I'm leaning. Aces win plus the over. Uh, and that's plus odds. And uh, Asia Wilson over 20 and a half points. Okay. Uh, I like that as well. I love it. Um, you know, I'm glad you brought up how um, the Aces can sometimes be difficult with props because it could be somebody different every night. The Liberty are the same way. I think in their last four games, they had four different scoring leaders per game. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, it's a good thing for contending for a championship to have some depth and to have 
um, you know, different people that can get it done every night. But for the prop market, it can be, you know, a little bit tricky. Um, but sounds good riding with the aces on the money line. I think that is uh, I think that makes I think that makes sense more so, like you said, than sure. Do I think they're going to win by 16? Probably, but it's just a it's just a little bit too high of a number to be like super comfortable. All right. We got three more games we're going to touch on. One of them is the Sun visiting the Mystics, 7 Eastern on NBA TV. I believe on FanDuel, the Sun are favored by six and a half. Nope, it's down to five and a half, which um, I I saw it initially at seven and a half. Me too. So I I find that interesting. Um, And maybe it's just because of the narrative, um, because... The Sun have kind of stumbled a bit lately. Um, They lost three straight before beating Chicago. Meanwhile, you know, the Mystics are starting to get some of their people back. Um, Shakira Austin is probable for today. Ariel Atkins has been back. Deladon is questionable. She came back for a game, then missed the following game. So I'm not sure about that, but maybe it's just like the narrative of like, okay, they're, they're kind of getting, getting some people back that, Maybe uh, maybe betters are going on the Mystics side. I'm not sure, but I don't trust that Mystics team right now. It's, and it's not, <laughs> you know, I've said this all season. It's not anything against them. They fight, they compete, they're feisty. You know, they're well coached. It seems like, but they've just it, it had so much inconsistency with their personnel. Yeah, and I think uh, when I looked at the change because I feel like it opened at seven and a half, as we mentioned, uh, at least that's what I saw last night. Yes. And to see it go to five and a half. I was like, okay, is Elena Deladon playing? Right. Is that what's going on? That's the first thing I looked up and still, we don't have like an official right. ruling on that. And we probably won't until of course, after this gets posted <laughs> because yes. that's how these things go. Um, Check I, I still, injury reports. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, keep your eyes on that. Um, <laughs> I still like the sun either way. Um, I it's funny because like probably two weeks ago I was flirting with the idea of hmm could the suns poten- could the sun potentially spoil a Liberty Aces final? Like could they be definitely. the team? Because, I definitely have wondered that. Yeah, because if you're looking at what a team can do, they can get to such a high level defensively, and I don't care what league it is in basketball. If you can get to that high of a level defensively, you could compete with anybody. Yes. And there are no seven-game series in the WNBA, so you can kind of surprise somebody with multiple victories or whatever the case may be. It's a great point. You know, and it's like I've thought about this particularly, you know, we don't like we don't really know what the timetable is for Candace Parker. We've heard some things, but we don't we don't know right. uh, Not essentially right. Yeah, so the way Alyssa Thomas has been playing, I'll get to her more in a second, but I've thought about that. And then they had this recent slippage to where it's like, okay, like they've come back down to earth, but I'm not off them yet. I still like the sun very much. And with that, I I, I do think that they're going to win tonight. I just wanted to um, sort of piggyback off on that last point. I've been thinking that for a while with the sun they're they've been underrated. Um, they have the motivation and Matt Moore always talks about this on buckets when we talk NBA, like motivation factor is really, really key Underrated. in betting on hoops. And mm-hmm. they have the experience. I mean, this team has been to the finals many times. They've had many deep playoff runs. 
they're extremely salty, I'm sure, after losing last year and the way that they lost. Um, I think coming into the season, they were just kind of forgotten about because John Quell Jones left. They changed coaches. And, you know, you hear the term revenge game. I've been saying this is a revenge season for the Sun. Like, this is mm-hmm. revenge season. Um, like I said, they have lost a couple of games recently. They, they dropped a game to the Mercury, though, when Dewana Bonner, like, tweaked her back. She seems to be fine. She's been playing the last few games. Yeah. Um, I may have put in a little long shot Alyssa Thomas MVP bet, which it's really not. It, like, the odds tell you it's a long shot, but she is, I would say, a top three MVP Agreed. candidate for sure. And after she had that, like, crazy triple-double like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, you know, let me just, just for the heck of it. Um, I don't think she's going to actually win just because I think Stewie, the narrative has been leaning her direction. But that being said, don't sleep on the sun. <laughs> Agree. No. And like uh, awards are narrative awards at the end of the day. These things yes. are voted on, like people are going to vote on them. And I don't think, I, and I would love to see it, right? Because Alyssa Top, she's putting up ridiculous numbers and she's yeah. been so impactful. Um. And I think with the Sun, if they can put together one more really good stretch before the end of the season, she can get some of that back in her favor. But yeah. I, I do think that it, it's going to be hard this year not to pick anyone from the Aces of Liberty, and particularly uh, Brianna Stewart because yeah. of the narrative on her side. And I just I don't think they're going to give it to Asia Wilson again. So I think right, that's, and that's kind of where I'm I at. I agree. The only thing I was thinking was. You know, Alyssa Thomas does what she does with a roster that isn't quite as stacked at, as those other two. But then when Stewie got that like third 40 point game, which it's <laughs> never happened in a season, I was like, oh, okay, well, there it is. Here we go. <laughs> um, but that being said, what do you like for Alyssa Thomas tonight? Uh, assists. Okay. I like her assists. Um, I mean, you could like anything Alyssa Thomas does because she's yes. across the board just producing at a high level. Assists. Uh, minus one twenty to go over seven and a half. Grabbed it last night. Um, and I think, I think it's going to stay there. I think generally her assists have been in that seven and a half range, uh, because she keeps getting eight, seven, and she's had other games where it's ten, eleven, twelve. And you know, I think I saw it set once or twice at eight and a half. That's a little high, but in previous games. But I think seven and a half is right. I think this is the the perfect spot for it. Um, she's gotten to eight assists or more in five of her last seven games. Um, side note, she has an on off of twenty nine and a half per one hundred possessions season. Wow. To your to your point about how she's been impacting uh that roster that yes. you know obviously isn't as talented uh, as the Aces or Liberty. Like she's been so good this year, and I think that she's gonna get this assist prop. Um, she hasn't gotten it against the the mystics which mm-hmm. is really interesting in any of the three times that these teams played each other mm-hmm. but two of the first times they played each other were the second and third game of the season she hadn't become right. like this version of Alyssa thomas where she's doing everything um at least at this point in the year and then the most recent one she just happened to have six but she's had a bunch of games since where it's like eight and over eight and over eight and over um, yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at the uh, Alyssa Thomas assist over for tonight. I like it. The, the chemistry is at a different level than it was at the start of the season. Also, um, not that I don't think this really affects your prop either way. But if Deladon does play, I could see At dishing more because mm. 
you have a bigger, you know, a big, bigger paint presence defensively. Now I didn't, I didn't see EDD in the, in the one game back that she played in. And she, so she's clearly not a hundred percent. I don't know how well she's, you know, she's really moving, but I think the sun recognized that, you know, this is, this is go time. This is the the stretch of the season where they need to kind of secure themselves and um, haven't, haven't dropped a few games recently. Um, I could see them, you know, winning this pretty handily. And if that's going to happen, you know, AT is going to be right in the mix uh, playmaking. So yeah. um, we got two more games on tonight. We're just going to touch on fairly briefly. Um, so we got the storm visiting the sky sky are favored by two and a half. Um, this is at eight o'clock Eastern. Um, interestingly, the storm are six and three straight up in their last nine. Um, Jewel Lloyd still leads the league in scoring 24 points per game. And I actually wondered about this line. And let me just make, make sure it's still the same on FanDuel. Yes. Um, you know, the Sky are only favored because they're at home. It's two and yeah. a half. Um, should <laughs> they even the be favored? Thing. Like they've lost five in a row. Um, they they looked like they were showing life for a bit. Like they beat the wings a couple times. And then now it seems like they're just plummeting. On the other side of that, though, it's like, could you really make the storm a favorite on well, the road? Good question. You know, <laughs> like you're right. So that's fair. That's why I found this game so tough to bet on. Because this it's like, is yeah, this yeah, is tough. This is the toughest one tonight for me because it's just from the standpoint of like, I mean, all right, the sky shouldn't be favorites. Neither should the storm, but somebody has to be favorites. And then I find myself asking, is this a Kalia Copper spot yes. or is this a Jewel Lloyd spot or both potentially? Because- because you know, Jewel is she? Is she from Chicago? Did I make that up? No, I think because she's from Philly. I she's remember from hearing Philly. that she like her favorite restaurant ever is in Chicago, and like she always like goes off in Chicago. I remember seeing that narrative like earlier in the season. Oh, she's from Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she went to Notre Dame. I knew. I knew that. Um, yeah, so anyway, take that for what you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jewel Lloyd. Uh, first of all, I like her points over because FanDuel is only setting it at 22 and a half. Oh, now she hasn't been as explosive scoring lately. Um, <laughs> she did have a 31 point outing to be fair in her last showing, but her last four 30 plus point outings have all become, have all come on like 40% shooting or less. So it's not, you know, yeah. wild, yeah, wildly efficient, just volume shooting, but we don't care about that if we're looking at point props. Of course, points of totals, course, right? <laughs> yeah, you just want the you just want the attempts. You just want to know that she's going to take those shots, and she has the you know authority to do that. And you know, it makes sense. Her f- efficiency might not be the best because there isn't a lot a- around her. Um, she, like I said, she the ball playing, too. <laughs> yeah, like she literally like her usage is probably insane. Um, yeah, you know, they've been playing a little better lately. Like they might be clicking a little more lately, but. Um, kind of like too little too late for this season yeah and so jewel lloyd over 22 and a half on FanDuel. if it's gonna stay there i might as well take it like it was one it was minus 142 last night and i was like that's still fine like i'm not somebody who oh it's minus 170 i'm not gonna play it now like if i think it's gonna happen then you know i might as well do it exactly you know um but it's minus 142, so that's not bad. And if it goes up to 23 and a half where some other books have it, I think I saw it in one place at 24 and a half. But if it goes up to 23 and a half, I still might take it. I think I, I wouldn't call the, the Chicago Sky a defensive stoppers uh, in this post uh, Candace Parker era. 
um, you know, where they're not competing for a title right now. Yeah. So I, I think this I think this game could potentially be a lot of fun also. Mm-hmm. I just think it, it could be chaotic. Uh just volume shooting everywhere. <laughs> and uh hopefully we get a, a Jewel Lloyd Cleocopper showdown. I don't love uh either team from a winning standpoint. Yes. I think there's logic where you can go with the with the home favorite mm-hmm. um and for the sky to sort of snap their skid and then there's some logic to go with like, hey, the Sky aren't playing that well. And then Storm, they can get one on the road because Jewel Lloyd is that good. And if she has an efficient 30-point right. performance and you could talk yourself into that, I'm, it's yes. probably a stay away from me and I'll probably just stick to the point prop. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, one more game before we head out. It's the Wings visiting the Lynx, 8 p.m. Eastern on Twitter, Wings are favored by six and a half. They have won three straight, including two over the Sun, which is very interesting. They've been a very compelling team uh, throughout much of this season. I think they're still a little inconsistent for my liking, but they're a team that I think can shock some other teams. Like if they get hot, I think they could, you know, knock off some of the top teams like on any given night, which they have done and they have shown. Um, and Oddly, I read this, that the Lynx are the only current playoff team with a losing record at home. They're 6-10 and ten straight up at Target Center. But, um, you know, this is another, t- another team where it's a very critical time. Uh, the Lynx, you know, they're in a playoff spot right now, but uh, they got to be careful. And um, they started playing a lot better, and but they need to, like, really, again, like, kind of like what I was saying before, I think I was talking about the um, the Mystics, maybe, but I was saying like they need to, they just need to like gut check and like solidify themselves. But this is a, a game I'm probably staying away from. Yeah, I think I think yeah. that's fair. But I will say this: I did find a prop that I like. Ooh, uh, good! I I love Kayla McBride. Okay, Ooh. she she's one of my favorite uh, wings in the league. Um. I just love her game and how she can sort of just score coming off screens and fly off screens, gets her a jumper. She's finally been in rhythm lately. Earlier in the year, when I when I placed a couple bets on her her uh, points and or three point 
uh, overs. I would say like, hey, you know, she's off to inconsistent start. I think she's going to turn it around uh, because earlier in the season, you know, there were a lot of single digit performances and the volume was kind of not really totally there. And lately she's been like, she's been really elevating. And I think that's also helped this run uh, that the links are on. Right now, she's gotten to 13 and a half in terms of a point prop. That's something that she's gone over seven of her last nine games. Uh, 18 last time, 21 before that. Uh, slight unders, two games before that, and then five straight. Uh, or is my math correct? Yeah, five straight games going over 13 and a half there, including a 26-point outing uh, at the Liberty, which, you know, that was fun to watch. Uh, on TV, yes. but uh, Kayla McBride over. I just I, I love the rhythm that she's in right now. I think this is a good spot for her, um, and she's still deadly off of pin down screens. Like she's one of the deadliest in the WNBA uh, at shooting from distance uh, when she has it going. Though she hasn't been super efficient from three lately. The volume is getting there mm-hmm. to the point where it's like okay, so you can you can trust that points prop a little bit more. Um, in terms of the actual game, uh, do like the way the Lynx have been playing. Um, but it might be another stay away from me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think, I think that's totally fair. Um, like I said, you have a wings team that's definitely solid and the link, yeah. they haven't really shown that they have much of an advantage at home. So that being said, I'm super happy that, uh, you, you sort of pointed us in the direction of a Kayla McBride prop because, um, I agree. I think she has been a, a total difference maker. Like her play second half of the season compared to the first has been, you know, super elevated. So super fun four game slate today, Brian Fonseca. I'm so glad you're able to join us on buckets. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. First time on the WNBA uh, portion of buckets. Uh, and second time, second time on buckets total, but yeah, wow. look, it's, it's been a fun uh, WNBA season to bet on. Also, uh, a difficult one because <laughs> things are just all over the place. But ultimately, uh, definitely one of the more fun seasons, though. Um, I, I agree. It's co- fun for me. This is my uh, debut season mm. covering WNBA here on Buckets, uh, presented by FanDuel on the Action Network. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, I'm Maria Marino. We'll be back. Um, And don't forget to download the award-winning Action app. You can rate and review this podcast as well um, to try and win some Action swag or a free subscription to Action Pro. Let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.